Hello and welcome back to It Is Well podcast. I'm your host Bontu and this is the show where I share my Christian experience, life lessons, health tips and so much more. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing um, or rather learning um, from our brother Thierry Kuwito who is going to be sharing with us about um, the visions of Daniel. So please stay tuned as he is going to um, open the word to us and I pray that you will learn something from this episode. Please make sure to subscribe and share with your friends and family members. Go ahead Thierry. Hi, beloved. I want to welcome you all uh, to this segment that they are making. And uh, as you remember last time, uh, we looked at the at the first chapter of the book of Daniel, and we saw how Daniel and his friends chose to obey God rather than men. They stood firmly for their faith, and uh, they couldn't defile themselves with the king's meat you know, or with the king's food, if you will, they purposed in their hearts that they would not defy themselves. So that was a good lesson that we that we got from that. And uh, today we're going to see how God is in control, guys. We're going to see how God can reveal the secret things, the deep things, things that, which are in darkness. God, how he can reveal those things, you know, you know, how he is the Alpha and the Omega, how he can tell the end from the beginning. Isn't that exciting, guys? So now I'm going to have to pray so God can put his word, words in my mouth that I do not speak my own words. So let's pray. Dear Father, I want to thank you that you have chosen to use me as your instrument. May your name be praised. So now I want to ask you that you put all my thoughts, all my ideas, all my opinions away that your own thoughts, your own words, your own opinions, your own ideas can be understood, can be shared, can be presented here. And now as we're going to be looking at Bible prophecy, your word says that no no prophecy is of any private interpretation. So I want to ask for the manifestation of the holy spirit that you can help me to in, to uh to explain and interpret these prophet prophetic uh insights so people can understand your word your sure word of prophecy may all these be done uh by your holy spirit and may everybody be impressed be impressed by this message in the name of jesus christ amen so now beloved we are looking at the second chapter of the book of Daniel, and we are looking at the king Nebuchadnezzar receiving a dream. So now, uh, we already saw that Daniel and his friends they were in captivity, you know, and it was the it was the kingdom of it was the kingdom of Babylon, which was reigning, which was ruling the world during that time. So now we're going to be seeing a vision that the king of Babylon received. And we're going to see that this vision was from God and it was only God who could interpret this dream or this vision, if you will. So it says, now in the second year of, of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. 
and his spirit was so troubled that his sleep left him. Then the king gave the command to call the magicians, the astrologers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king, and the king said to them, I have had a dream, and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Uh, tell your servants the dream, and we will give the interpretation. And the king answered and said to the Chaldeans, My decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me and its interpretation, it shall be cut in pieces in your houses, shall be made an ash heap. Wow. However, if you tell the dream and its interpretation, it shall receive from me gifts, rewards, and great honor. Therefore, tell me the dream and its interpretation. They answered and again and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream and we will give its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know for certain that you will gain time because you see that my decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me, there is only one decree for you. For you have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the time has changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I shall know that you can give me the interpretation. Guess what this man said? <laughs> And uh, the Chaldeans answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter. Therefore, no king, lord, or ruler has ever asked such things of any magician, astrologer, or Chaldeans. It is a difficult thing that the king requests. There is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is now with the flesh. So here, they were kind of trying to trick the king and tell him like, Okay, first of all, like tell us the tell us the... The dream, here we are seeing Chaldeans, we are seeing astrologers, we are seeing sorcerers, the so-called wise men of this, of this day, you know. And uh, they were trying to kind of like trick the king into telling him to, in, to tell them the dream and then afterwards they will, interpret, they will interpret it. But he was like, I know you guys are going to, uh, you're going to be lying to me and telling, you, telling me your own ideas. But because this was a work that God has, had to do, nobody else could know this. Nobody else could interpret this. Nobody else could understand this. It was only by the divine in, in, in interpretation, divine inspiration, that man could understand this. Because the Chaldeans, they do not know, they do not know any, any higher power. Yeah. I mean, I would say that they, they, they knew a higher power. They knew that a high, there was a higher power and they used to call him the God of the mountains. But they did not believe in this higher power. They just like had their, their own gods that they knew. So these were the gods that they followed and worshipped. So they were saying like, our gods who do, do not dwell with men, they can give this interpretation. But nevertheless, we still can't we still can't give this interpretation because King, you are asking something which is impossible. The thing that you're asking is impossible. Nobody can interpret it. But guess what happened? <laughs> it says, for this reason, the king was angry and very furious and gave the command to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went out and they began killing the wise men. Okay, here I'm using the New King James version, but. The King James Version is said that it doesn't say that they, they killed these men, like they started killing these men. No, no. It said that they sold, I mean, they, the decree just went forth, you know. So you might ask yourself, like, why am I using the New King James Version? It's because it has like a simpler 
language, if you will, because the King James Version, it's kind of like uh, hard for some people. So I chose to use the New King James Version. And uh, I hope nobody has a problem with that, by God's grace. So it says, the decree went out, and then they saw Daniel and his companions to kill them. So Daniel and his companions were going to be next after the wise men. But Daniel, da Daniel had a God. The same God who had given this, in, this dream to King Nebuchadnezzar. He was the God of Daniel. And then Daniel, he had to go to the king. So he, it says in verse 16, So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Then he might tell the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to, to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning the secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. And then the, and then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven and saying, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep things. You know, he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me the wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we ask of you. For you have known, you have made known us uh, towards the king's demand. So the Bible shows us that Daniel was, was given, the, the, was given the, the revelation of the dream, you know. So Daniel had to go to the king Nebuchadnezzar. And the king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was uh, Belteshazzar. He, this, this was the name that he had given him. And then he asked him, are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen in its interpretation? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The, sweet, the secret which the king has, demade, uh, has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, and the, the soothsayers cannot declare to the king, but there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the later days your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were these. As for you, O king, thought came, uh, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what will come to pass after this. Uh, so Daniel goes on to tell him that it was the God of heaven who had revealed these things to him. Not because Daniel was uh, was uh, maybe uh, of any importance, but it was because God wanted to use Daniel to reach out to the king Nebuchadnezzar. Because we see from the Bible that in the end, King Nebuchadnezzar, he accepts God. But that's another story for another time. We just wanted to see at this kingdom that rose during this time as we see, uh, as we look at the timeline of history. So this is how he, he this is how he, he gave the interpretation of the dream. And he says, uh, Oh, you king, you all king were watching and behold a great image. This great image whose splendor was excellent stood before you and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron. Its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet 
of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron and the clay, the bronze and the silver and the golden, the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing, threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found and the stone that, that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream. Now we will tell the interpretation of it before the king. You, O king, are the king of kings, for the God of heaven has given you a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And whatever the king, uh, the children of men dwell, or the beasts of the of the field, and the birds of the of the heaven, he has given them into your hand and has made you ruler over them all. And this is what he tells them: You are this head of gold. And then it says, But after you shall rise another kingdom inferior. Are the kingdom inferior to yours, then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth, and the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks into pieces and, shall, uh, and, uh, and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all others, whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and pottery, and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with uh, cerem uh, ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of, of clay, so the king shall be partly, or the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not meet with clay. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break into pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out from the mountain, Without hands, and that he broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. This dream is certain, and its interpretation is true. Amen. So here, Daniel just that just told the king Nebuchadnezzar, like the kingdom that you saw, which was the head of gold, that is that's a representation of your kingdom. But there are going to come other four. Uh, I mean, other three kingdoms afterwards and but they're going to be inferior to yours and we saw from the bible all these interpretations but we're going to kind of like go over it so we can uh see what all these things all these things meant so we uh as we interpret the bible because these were like historic events that had to take place all these things were also fulfilled just like the bible shows us that these things were going to happen these were like thousands of years ago before it came to pass, and now we have to see, according to according to the to the uh, to what it's called the uh, historical interpretation, to see uh, w what all these things stood for. We already saw that the first kingdom was the kingdom of Babylon. So now history tells us God's prophecy was true. Babylon, the head of gold, ruled from six oh five B.C. That was before Christ to five three nine B.C. At which time the joint forces of the Medes and Persians, under command of Cyrus the Great, destroyed this kingdom. We even see it uh, in in uh, Daniel five that there was another kingdom that was going to rise after the kingdom of Babylon, which was the kingdom of uh, of Middle of the Medes and Persians. But we 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 haven't got 
we haven't gone there yet so that's why i want to kind of like give you an interpretation of these kingdoms as they follow each other but if you just like follow along and see from the bible how all the like in a gradual process how all these kingdoms rose you could tell that the interpretation i'm going to be giving you is very true and then it's uh and then this uh the second one the second one uh which was the which was which was the which was the 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 arms uh and these arms the bible says that uh they were that they they it was this was going to be the second kingdom after babylon and these arms they were uh they were silver you know they were arms of silver so then uh this represented the kingdom of of middle persian uh which ruled from 539 bc to 339 bc so that's after the 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 reign of the kingdom of babylon and the and the Medes and persians were represented by the chest and arms of silver and we ha- we see one arm representing the Medes and the other uh, the other representing the persians and both these powers they united for the destruction of babylon so that's the second kingdom which comes after uh after babylon but there was another kingdom that was going to come afterwards and that was going to be the ties you know that was going to be the ties and uh or uh we haven't gone to the ties uh it's the belly we're looking at the oh yeah it's the tie is the belly and the ties all of them together yeah so this one this one represents the kingdom which came after the kingdom of uh, middle persia so you have to ask yourself like even for those like historians if you even ask a historian like which kingdom came after this which kingdom came after this you will see that this is very true and you see that bible prophecy and bible interpretation is very true and the interpretation tells us that the grecian army under alexander the great destroyed the middle persian kingdom and greece uh, so this was greece you know because we all know that uh alexander the great he was the ruler he was the king of uh, of greece and then this kingdom ruled from 331 bc to 168 bc and this kingdom it was represented by the belly and the thighs of brass amen so now uh we see another thing we, we see we see another kingdom that was going to come after the kingdom of greece you might ask yourself like what was this kingdom the if you if you just like follow along with history and also see from the bible uh how all these things kind of like uh uh came after each other you will see that according to the interpretation of the bible the 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 kingdom that came after greece it was the kingdom of rome and this kingdom it, it, it represented the iron you know it represented the iron the feet of iron and the bible shows us that this this like this, like this kingdom uh where it says like the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron in as much as iron breaks in pieces so this kingdom was going to be very strong and this kingdom it destroyed greece so this was the kingdom of rome and in it and it ruled with cruel with cruelty you know and iron weapons you know and uh the the timeline sh- is shown that this was uh from 168 bc to 400 76 AD so that that was the last time that the kingdom of uh of Rome ruled so the roman imp- imp- imperial capital or its center of power was originally located in Rome then emperor constantine who was the who was the ruler of the kingdom of uh of Rome during that time in in AD 
he, re he relocated and, and refunded Rome's capital in Constantinople, holding its dedication on the 11th of May in the year 3330 AD. And then the two legs of iron on the statue represent the two governing regions of the Roman Empire, the one being in Rome and the other being in Constantinople. And the, and the one was religious and the other one was political. So that was the, that's the interpretation that the, the Bible... Uh, The, that's, that the, that's the interpretation of the of this of this uh, of this prophecy uh, uh, according to the historic uh, according to the historical uh, to the historical uh, perspective even the Bible itself shows us even like uh, Jesus himself Jesus himself uh, he uh, like when he when he was born it was during the time of uh, the, it was during the reign of Rome. So when Rome fell in 476 AD, it was divided by 10 separate barbaric nations which would never again unite into one kingdom and rule the world as the, uh, as the prior nations did. So these 10 nations are represented by the 10 toes in the feet of iron and clay, but they eventually became nations of Europe as we know them today. So all these, um, these, like, like, these uh, like these 10 toes that we see, They represent, uh, they represent the ten kingdoms which came out of Rome, and now as we know, as we know them today, they are, uh, they are known as, um, they are known as Europe, right? And then, as you, as you see, the iron was mixed with with clay. That was the representation that there, there was uh, there was one power that was weak, and the other one was strong, and uh, it was a representation that the the Roman. The Roman power, or if you will, the, the 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 Roman the Roman power, which was the the pagan Rome, he had he kind of like mingled itself with the seed of man, just like the Bible shows us. And the seed of man here it represents the 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 people of God. You know, during that time in eighty four hundred seventy six, that's that's when the there was a mingling of church and state. And then you also see the ten divisions. You see the Uh, the 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 ten kingdoms that were ruling during that time. So now this is the this is the interpretation that I wanted to give like uh, by now. So uh, next time we we're going to be looking at Daniel chapter seven. We're going to be looking at other other four kingdoms, and this is the same thing that this is also going to be uh, in accordance with what we already saw. Because those beasts that we're going to be looking at, they also represent kingdoms that ruled the, the earth, you know. So as we have just like uh, saw the meaning and the interpretation of this dream, uh, uh, I believe we can wrap up here. So I hope everybody has been has 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 been like enlightened, if you will. You know, I hope everybody has has been impressed. And uh, just like Daniel says. The dream is certain and its interpretation is sure. I'm telling you guys that this interpretation is sure. And if you have any questions you want to ask me, please reach out to me. And uh, I have my uh, I have my uh, my Instagram account, which is uh, which is uh, Thierry slash Mobito official. And if you want to reach out to me on my number, it's six one three two five two six seven nine six. I repeat it six one three two five two six seven nine six. You can also uh, search me on uh, on Facebook, which is uh Kubito, something like that. Yeah. So just 
let me know if or you can even like uh uh contact Bontu and she can maybe reach out to me with with questions and so on so we can see if there is anybody who has questions who want like clear understanding of all these things so i hope everybody has learned so far and thank you for listening god bless That's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please send them to me at Bontubibzi on Instagram or Facebook. And if you want to send some messages to Thierry as well, you can send him at Thierry Nkubito on Instagram or Facebook. Um, please subscribe um, and please share with your friends and family members. And as we always say, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Psalms 27 verse 14. Make sure to be back next Thursday, next, uh, Thursday yes, um, for the next episode. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye.